you have found the land of eels. Here, love, friendship, and peace rule supreme. However, the world is ever expanding, and along with it, denizens of both friend and foe. Things are not always as they seem here. Finding their own strengths and courage within one another is the only way the Guardians can survive. Take a listen, friend. Here are the Center Chronicles. In the weeks following the battle with Hale, the Guardians worked together to repair the damage. Fuerza had restored balance in the wastes. Miles had found a place to set up a living space, complete with a sandstorm surrounding it. Sam had recovered enough that she no longer needed the hardware to make herself move correctly. The beep of Sam and Logic's communicators pulled them from deep study this morning. Hello? Hello, Logic. Con, hey. Is something wrong at the forest that needs Sam? No, just the opposite, actually. With that hybrid plant Sam came up with last week, the forest completely healed. Well, that's fantastic news. Yeah, I was wondering if we could gather everyone to celebrate. You know what would be fun? A bonfire. You, me, and Portal, we could all play. Maybe I can convince Sam to cook. Oh yes, twist my arm. Sounds fun, guys. I'll make some calls. Within a few hours, everyone congregates in a large open field near Sam and Logic's home. Logic? Yeah? You made a good impression. What are you talking about? Zah is bringing in a big hunt. Look out there. Coming from the direction of the wastes, Fuerza approaches with a massive wooden cart piled high with a variety of game and vegetation. I'm not picky. I pride myself on that. But I draw the line on bugs. <laughs> so no spider soup. Got it. Nope. I'm with him on this one. This is an act of love. More like respect. Favor, even. Oh, I don't know. Tolerance, perhaps. No. Think about it. She doesn't have a large group of friends she hangs out with. She says she has scouts and wastes. She understands barter and gaining favor. To share her food. That's her way of showing love. She probably doesn't get the opportunity out there much. Moreover, we saw more bugs as a direct result of hail. I know for a fact that there are other types of wildlife, some of which are absolutely divine when smoked. Okay, but if I see one spider leg, Sam, I'm coming for you. <laughs> the group chuckles as Arya greets Fuerza and helps her bring in the behemoth cart. Goodness! We'll be eating for a whole week! The hunting has been easier without hail mucking my waists up. Ah, well, good riddance! 
Cheers to that. The day passes quickly in preparation for the party. As food is finished and set up in picnic style in great serving platters, Fuerza sits herself down beside Arya. I'm no empath, but you are not happy. Is it not good balance is restored here? Of course I am. It's, it's just, you know. The dead one. He, he had a name, Fuerza. And he was wonderful. I'm okay. I just missed him. That's choice words for a creature with pure corruption in his heart. He didn't. Listen, you don't know him the way I did. But I also don't need to defend myself or him to you. As you so accurately said, he's dead. You, as a phoenix, understand more than any of us. Death is only a temporary state. Besides, it's not really for me to understand or judge. Uh, okay? Thanks? You know, the rest of the boys are up doing the music thing, and cutting a rug always helps me when I'm just someone I care about, so... Come on, we'll warm up on the dance floor. I'm sure Sam will join in too. Yeah, you're right. Can I join? Come on in, the more the merrier. The sun sets and the stars come out as the guardians laugh, dance, and sing in celebration. Even Cell comes from the forest and joins in. As they all take another break and begin to roast marshmallows for s'mores, Niz weaves a story of legend and myth. Suddenly, Portal puts his hands out, dropping his marshmallow skewer in the fire and interrupting her. That's very rude. Look up there! You know, I don't speak up much, especially in a group like this. I only agreed to do this because Khan asked. Niz, we love this story. Please don't allow him to... Look! Portal points up where a streak of white light is crossing the sky above. It arcs around and approaches them. Uh, why can't we just have a good thing? Well, that would be pretty goddamn boring. But I think... The white light approaches faster and faster until Ace is able to make a shape of it. It's the winged wolf from the wastes. Portal shifts into a storm crow form and flies as fast as he can to reach it. The two collide and fall to the ground a couple hundred feet ahead of the rest of the group. Brother? Is that you? Ace is next on the scene. Portal? You okay? Hello, brother. There is only a gray blur followed by the sound of bodies hitting the ground as Khan tackles them both in an enthusiastic hug. Logic awkwardly awaits everyone to release one another before getting his own hug in, while everyone else gives them a little space. Rael, we thought we lost you. 
Of course not, silly. Why have you run from us for so long? I... I'm not sure. That fucking bastard! You just... <laughs> you are the one we've been chasing all over creation? What is your relationship to Eclipse? I... Um, uh, hello. You must be Arya. I'm not sure why I have her, but I have a friend for you. My feeling is that you will understand. Also, I'm not sure she'll go to you for more than a few moments at a time. She seems very attached. Rael shifts from his winged wolf form to human. He is five foot five and very plain looking. He has brown hair and brown eyes. Rael gently pulls a sugar glider from an oversized pocket on his clothing. Arya shoves her way through Khan, Logic, and Portal so she can examine the small creature. Is that a mouse? No! It's a sugar glider! Uh-huh. Her name is Sunrise. <laughs> of course it is. Does it mean something to you? <laughs> She's a mouse that can bird. I, I'm afraid I don't understand. The sugar glider peeks out of Rael's hand, her nose twitching wildly. Arya offers a glowing hand to give the small creature room to make her own decisions about approaching. After a few moments of silence, the small creature squeaks and scampers up Arya's arm and settles on the top of her head for a few seconds before returning to Rael. Are you hungry, Rael? Oh, I could eat a horse. Though we don't have horse. I didn't go that far into wastes. Uh, but we do have boar. <laughs> that sounds great. The party resumes. Portal keeps close to Rael and explains everything under his breath. Rael, for his part, patiently listens and smiles and nods. Once Khan, Logic, and Portal return to the stage, though, Rael makes his way over to Arya. I... I have questions about Eclipse. Me too. I don't understand things. It's not like he tells me things directly. It's more like I get a sense of things he may want. Huh. Interesting. Although I guess that's easier than pulling people up to the celestial plane. I... I don't know. I... I wish I understood more. If it helps, I feel the same way. It was the same when he was here. He was always guarded when he spoke, but I never felt ill intent on his part. I think he had a greater purpose, and he was actually sad when he left. You were there? Yeah. Because you. Tell me about him. I live over on the butte west of here. Maybe tonight you should hang out with your brothers. I'm pretty sure Portal would try to zap my tail feathers off if I took you away tonight to show you, but come by sometime soon? I don't want to impose. Not at all. Open invitation. 
Thanks, Arya. Of course. The party concludes and all the guardians pitch in to clean up. Sam and Logic are the last to leave. I just want to take a look through my telescope, Sam. I'll be right there. Alright? <sighs> okay. I'm gonna go sleep for a month. So, early morning then. <laughs> yeah, probably. See you in a few? I'll be right there. Eclipse? Can you hear me? Yes. Though I may not always answer, I can always hear you. I really don't understand you. And my partner got hurt? I'm sorry. I don't understand you or your motives. Sam got hurt on a goose chase you sent her on. If it's any consolation, Hale got no afterlife either. There's a lot of things I cannot control, Logic. Some things are simply destined to be a certain way, no matter how much we don't like it. You're right. And she chose to. I only brought her the information. Uh, semantics. And she lives. Moreover, I think we can fix it. I don't know how I feel about you, but thank you for returning our brother Rail to us. I didn't. He returned when the time was right. If you say so. I probably won't reach out like this again. It's more of a Sam thing. For whatever it's worth, I understand. Also, Mr. Fix Everyone Else But Yourself. She can probably help you feel better, you know. Well, she does. Every day. I wasn't speaking of your emotional well-being logic, though I am delighted to hear. I have no idea what you're inferring, because I'm perfectly fine. Okay, well, I'll be going now. In the future, it would be wise to not insult the intelligence of Celestials, especially when you are the one who calls them forth. I'll keep that in mind. Logic turns on his heel and goes inside. He finds Sam and looks at her fondly. She hadn't even made it all the way to bed. She had sat down on the rocking chair with the intention to wait for him and had fallen asleep. Sam was perched rather precariously on the side of the chair with her head threatening to fall to the floor. Logic picks her up tenderly with the intention to move her to bed but a spike of pain hits him out of nowhere, hard enough to make his breath catch and his whole body begins to shake. 
the tension in his arms inadvertently wakes Sam. Logic? Logic looks down at Sam and smiles warmly. Hey, sleepy girl. Pull me down. Wait, 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 what's wrong? I don't know. It It's always been this way. Logic puts Sam down and takes a deep, if shaky, breath. Sit down. I'll go get you some tea. Uh, it's expected. I performed tonight. That's not normal. Folks with chronic pain always have it, even if we don't talk about it. Why have you not discussed this with me before? What if it's a simple fix? And what if it's not? Listen, smartass, if you get to force the issue with my tail, I'm going to force this one. I'm really tired, Sam. To be frank, I don't want to do this tonight. Will you at least let me help you ease your pain? I mean, switch the tea out for some brandy, and I'm golden. I love you, but for being so smart, you're a moron. To bed. You'll sleep good tonight. Yes. Which is why I asked for the booze. Sam rolls her eyes and helps Logic get ready for bed, muttering loving insults under her breath the entire time. So fucking clever. Yeah, clever enough. You're dating a fucking healer. Why would you not ask me about help? You goddamn idiot. How can you be so smart but so dumb? <laughs> Is this your new love language? I think you need to stay away from Furza. What do you want from me, Logic? If you play stupid games, you get stupid prizes, and as a wonderful bonus, your partner gets pissed. I wasn't ready to talk about it. I wasn't ready to deal with my tail either, and here we are. Look, I'm sorry, okay? Sam sighs and stops rooting around in her medical bag. This is basic communication logic, the basis of any kind of relationship. You want me to move in, you want to do all the relationship things, but then you undermine it all by refusing to tell me that you're in pain. Logic takes a deep breath, reining in his temper. Sam, I am truly very sorry I didn't say anything before, but I am really tired. And everything hurts. Can you please just come to bed so I can ignore the ache now that's just down to normal levels and sleep? You do know normal level of pain is abnormal, right? So they say, please. Sam allows Logic to pull her close before she gently sinks her fangs into his wrist. Did you, you just bite me? Yeah. Should help you sleep and take the edge off the pain. Uh, thank you. Clever girl. And don't you forget it. Both Sam and Logic sleep deeply that night, 
and the sun is high in the sky before anyone on Eos rises. A knock on Sam and Logic's door interrupts their very late meal, and Sam rises to answer it. Why, hello there, Sam. Hello, Miles. What brings you here? Well, honestly, you know how well I cook. I was hoping you guys also slept late, and I would be able to finally catch up with you and Logic. Also, I wouldn't say no to your famous waffles. That's if you're offering, that is. You spying on me, old man? Of course. Ew. Don't ask questions you don't want the answer to, Sam. Excuse me? He's joking. Of course I am. <laughs> and if he's not and I find out about it, I will tell Khan the next time this one is hurt that he's got distemper. Well, that's damn rude. Well, it's a good thing you're joking then, huh? Indeed. I don't know whether to offer you coffee or a sword. Coffee. He's okay with me if you're okay with him here. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Let me grab you a plate. Sam ushers Miles in and sets him down, when a loud crash is heard and followed by an unmistakable thump of a body hitting the floor. Sam sprints to the kitchen. She finds Logic passed out on the floor, plates shattered beneath him. Logic? Love? Logic! He's... he's not waking up. Help me get him down to the med lab. The Center Chronicles is a Land of Eos production written by LB with music and audio engineering by Jacob Howard and sound effects by Archangel Studios, featuring the voices of the cast in order of appearance. Shinkibi as the introducer, Gavin Cash as the narrator, Jacob Howard as Logic, Deep Voice Guy as Khan, Jillian as Sam and Cell, Night Goddess as Niz, Tart as Miles, Big Bees as Fuerza, The Merry Meg as Arya, Dreadwolf as Eclipse, Lady Red as Hope, Oliver Kahn as Portal, and Pouquet as Rael. The Center Chronicles is a free weekly podcast that you can enjoy on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening, and if you enjoyed the show, please like, comment, and subscribe. Give us a rating and let us know who your favorite character is. Until next time, friends.